Dom Dollar saving up our Tamworth's number one 92.9 JB for breakfast for Country Auto's quality used cars and service centre on Gunnagnu Road. The Chinese Lunar New Year gets underway on Saturday. We move into the year of the dragon, and in particular, the wood dragon. Uh, those born in the year of the dragon tend to be ambitious, confident, and charismatic. They are naturally lucky and gifted and often have endeavours with an exceptional standards of excellence. However, they may also exhibit negative characteristics, including arrogance, bigotry, dominance, irritability, and subjectivity, which may lead them to be reluctant to accept defeat. Uh, if you are born in the Year of the Dragon, or you, you have been in the past, a couple of things you should not do during the Year of the Dragon, and that includes avoid placing your bed in the northwest corner when arranging the furniture in your bedroom, as the northwest is believed to belong to the earthly branch of the Zare, which is associated with the zodiac animal of dog in Chinese astrology. You should avoid any jewellery that is shaped like a dog. You should avoid getting a new puppy during the Year of the Dragon as well. You should avoid collaborating with or marrying people who were born in the year of the dog and avoid collaborating with or marrying people who were born in the year of the tiger because a competitive conflict can easily arise between the dragon and the tiger which makes collaboration or marriage difficult so there you go year of the dragon and those dragons not enjoying cats or dogs from the sounds of it with this we want your dragon re movie recommendations for our Thursday morning movie club. Movies with dragons in them. Of course, the very first film I ever thought of was obviously How to Train Your Dragon. Cody, her Thursday morning movie club recommendation, Dragonheart. Of course, a beautiful movie, that one. Lovely. Cody, thank you very much. Sean, his dragon movie recommendation, Mulan. Of course, a few people recommending Neverending Story. Of course, it's got that dragon in there somewhere. The Luck Dragon, I'm pretty sure it was, wasn't it? Is it Falcor? I'm pretty sure. A Tan, Bower Wolf, and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And of course, a heap of those Hobbit films had dragons in there. The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, The Desolation of Smaug. And also, Battle of the Five Armies. Some good recommendations there from Tracy. Thank you very much. And of course, Shrek. Of course. Shrek had dragons in there. Because Shrek was a dragon, wasn't he? Of course he was. <clears throat> Great movie recommendations for our Thursday morning movie club. For the Lunar New Year, the Year of the Dragons. Your movie recommendations for films with dragons in them. Keep them coming through. 676-2299 or on the socials. I've got a bit of conundrum to pick with you next regarding bathroom scales. I'll tell you more after this. Birds of Tokyo there and lanterns at 17 past 8. JB here this morning for Country Auto's quality used cars and service centre. On Ganaganu Road, I got a bit of a conundrum for you, Lena. A friend of mine, mm. um, she went around to a bloke's house last week, and there was a. She used the bathroom there. They've only. She's is maybe the second time she's been around there, so they're you know relatively new, seeing seeing where where the universe takes them, and um, 
She went to the bathroom and did her business and noticed in the corner there's a set of bathroom scales. So she jumped on him and got the weight, popped up, fantastic, but then realized they're Bluetooth scales and had texted her weight and everything no. else, all the other results, to the potential new boyfriend in her life on his phone. So he's there in the bathroom, ding, no. got a push notification and it's like, Hey, congratulations, you've lost 34 kilos and you are now 77 kilos or whatever it was. So he now knows her weight. It was all very awkward. Not only does he now know her weight that early on in a relationship, uh, but, you know, he's gone, you, you, you go into my bathroom and you, you're using my scales. <laughs> what else are you touching? Yeah, what, what else, else are you going well, you know, through? You're going through the medicine <laughs> cabinet while you're in there as well, you know? To make sure I'm not a serial killer. But it got me thinking, like, I've done that. Like, I've gone around to people's houses, probably not like work colleagues and stuff like that, but family <laughs> members and things. And I've been like, ah, uh, you know what? They've got a set of scales. I don't have any scales at home. I'm going to jump on them and see what's happened since my last update. So, and you don't think that, you know, all the scales nowadays are all fancy and, you know, yeah. internet controlled and Bluetooth and all of that. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah, no, now. nah. Got to be careful. So, you know, it got me thinking how, like, is she the only one that goes around to random strangers' house and jump on ki on, on the kitchen scales? You'll break them. <laughs> um, regardless of how much you weigh, if you weigh more than a five kilo bag of sugar, you will break the kitchen scales. Don't do that. Uh, you go around to people's houses and use their bathroom scales just unannounced. You just help yourself. Surely she's not the other, the, the only person. Surely I'm not the only person. Surely it's a universal thing. We all do it. Surely. If there's scales there, I'm getting on. You do them? Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Cool. We're not the only ones. Except I do do it at colleagues' houses. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went over to Sharnay from 2TM's house once and, yeah, there were some scales in there and, yeah, I jumped yeah, on them. Yeah, used them, yeah. Yeah, they were very old school, though. They were the ones with even, like, the little red the little oh. hand and they went... Bloop. Anyway. Oh, the manual one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. And so um, wow. I knew there was there was obviously no way she was going to get a little... Pin. No, no. Um, but, yeah, I often... Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I have a look around. I'm a snoop. <laughs> Your journalistic oh, tendencies. <laughs> I, smell the, I smell all the air fresheners. I check out how much toilet paper they've got stocked in there. Um, you know, have a look around. Nick, nick a couple of rolls. Yeah, why not? <laughs> all right, good. Well, that's that's three of us. I'd love to know whether it's a bit more of a universally known thing. Uh, do, you, do you do that if you visit your place? Can we make this a 100% poll? Can we make this a poll that everyone universally agrees with, please? I think if you say that you don't, you're lying. You, <laughs> you either admit it or you don't admit it. Everyone does it. 821-676-2299 or on our socials. Let me know. The cafe is the place for iced coffee. The place where... That's Hamworth's number one, 92.9, quarter to nine. JB here for Country Autos, quality used cars and service centre on Gunninganoo Road. So a friend of mine, she was around at a new dude's place last week. Ooh. And went to use the bathroom. Okay. And while she was in there, she hopped on the scales to use the scales. Why? The the bathroom scales, just because she hadn't weighed herself for ages. And she's like, hey, set of scales there, I'll jump on him. <laughs> okay. But the old <laughs> fancy Bluetooth scales. Yeah. So it texted her weight to the new dude. <gasps> no. So, no. That is the worst nightmare. 
Yeah. Ah! So he's out there in the lounge room just chilling out, waiting for her to come back. And he gets this text. Ding! And it's like, congratulations, you've lost you know, th- 35 kilos. He's like, well, oh, yeah. Well done. Maybe see the doctor because you've lost a lot of yeah. weight in a short amount of time. Like two days. But, yeah, but, but, but congratulations, I guess. Yeah. And so it, it posts two issues. One, he now knows her weight, which is, you know, awkward yeah, that early on in a potential be, relationship. Yeah, not ideal. And, yeah. you know, snooping around the bathroom as well using the scales. <laughs> Kind of like, you know, a bit of a red flag trust issue that earlier on in the piece as well. That's just so embarrassing. So I thought I'd chuck it out there to, like, what what do other people do? Do they, you know, do they use the bathroom scales when they go around other people's houses? It seems to be universal that people do it. Really? People on our Facebook page, everyone just... They're, they're, they're nuts. They're just like, yeah, I do it. Yeah, I do it all the time. Go around oh to my, my friend's place, hop on them. Obviously, make sure they're not the Bluetooth fancy ones, but jump on yeah, but how can and give you, it a crack. How can you know that, though? Look, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm no scale connoisseur, but I mean, maybe <laughs> I'm I'm not using them at other people's houses, so maybe that's why I So don't you know. don't? Don't no, do it? No, no, nah. because I feel like I'm a bit sus, and I'm like, no, every scale mm. can't be the same, mm. and it's like I want a consistent answer, so mm. I'll just use my ones at home because I feel like at other people's houses it's going to be different. It's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to... I'm going to be thrown off. No, no, you know and I mean? they can be very different. Yeah. And if you, like, weigh yourself at different times of the day, like, after after you've eaten a lot of food, and, like, we know me, I like to eat. So, like, like I feel like that's going to add, like, an extra 500 grams as well. Oh, like, yeah, Like, later yeah. on in the day. Yeah. So, that's, like, it's just not accurate. I like to be scientific. A kilo of... Obviously. A kilo of meat or a kilo of cake or something like that. Yeah. That you and I consume all the time. Yeah, constantly. you got to remember that is a kilo of body weight in your gut. Yeah, once it's in you, like so, that's yeah. just added. And it doesn't mean it's fat, but it's added no, weight that yeah. you've consumed. It's like you're holding the cake. You know what I mean? Exactly. In your stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. See, I've- science. <laughs> I weigh myself every fortnight when I donate plasma at the Red Cross because you have to before you donate plasma. Yeah, but yeah. But that's, that's where I learnt that because you have to eat before you donate and drink mm. water and all of that. So that can, as much as I'm weighing myself fortnightly so it keeps on top of it, Yeah. you eat before it as well, which can be all over the shop as well. Because, yeah. you know, if I go and I eat here, I eat three kilos of cake before I donate, Constantly. then that's going to be an yeah. extra three kilos. If one week I only have a kilo of cake before I donate, then, yeah. you know, it's different. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. No, I just I just like to keep my <laughs> my body weight <laughs> measurements scientific and within my own house. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just stick with do the clothes still fit. Oh, yes that or no. Works. Yeah. yeah. 8.48. And eat the cake. Hey, can I have a day off? No, BJ. That is Lizzo at 92.9 About Damn Time with JB for breakfast. Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year on Saturday. We get into the Year of the Dragon. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's why I was chatting to you off air so much in the last half an hour about what your Chinese zodiac was. That yeah, you thought... didn't think that was a weird question. I mean, it's coming from me, so yeah. Probably just no, it's kind of like you know how some in. people are really into star signs. Mm. I thought that was just like your version of that. Nah, nah. Yeah, no. Okay, there was a reason. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Cool. So happy you... Chinese New Year. Yeah, Saturday gets underway. Chinese uh, at the year of the dragon and the wood dragon in Ooh, particular. So. Love it. 
You're an ox. Yes. Yeah. Not only that, you have fire ox as well for That's the right. year that you were born. Yeah. Uh, and I want you to remember that. <laughs> if I we will, ever have any issues. Any look, I'm a fire rabbit. You're, you're a fire. <laughs> that says it all. I think that explains a lot about our dynamic. <laughs> you're a fire ox. And honestly, I'm an ox in all kinds of ways because my like star sign, like mm. Taurus, that's oh. that's a bull as well. Yes. So I'm just I'm just a big old cow. <laughs> Hi, it's Caitlin. Coffee break. Jack Howard from NBN. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, JB. Yourself? Yeah, very well, very well. Chatting all things sports this morning. Uh, bit of bit of cricket news. Yeah, it is. Uh, look, we'll uh, be talking about cricket in February. Probably suggests that summer has dragged on a bit. It was a <laughs> bit of a late start with the World Cup in India last year. But yeah, uh, yeah look. Uh, it's been barely spoken about, and you know why would it? Particularly after what was quite a disappointing three-game one-day series, which uh, came to a head in Canberra on Tuesday, where the West Indies were bowled out for just 80 runs, uh, a total that the Aussies only needed around six overs to chase with. But yeah, the Aussies will be in action uh, for the first of three T20s on Friday. Uh, I guess from an entertainment point of view, uh, the one good thing for the Australian fan base is we'll get to see a couple of. Um, plays return for this series. First and foremost, David Warner, who uh, retired from both Red Bull Cricket and One Day uh, in the summer. So this will be the first time we see Warner as a sole T20 specialist. It will also be uh, Mitch Marsh's first time returning since uh, getting the uh, the Allen Border medal. So, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting T20 series there. And, uh, you know, there's always a bit of Tenworth flavour about because Josh Hayeswood is also in the squad. So, the first three matches, JB, they'll get underway for on Friday in Tasmania. Yeah, interesting. And this is very interesting as well. Uh, this morning, a lot of news about the uh, rugby league players needing to get some visas to play in um, Las Vegas. Only It's hard to believe a month till the NRL season gets underway with those first two games being played in Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, you know, a month. Still plenty of time to organise your office footy tipping competitions, but uh, definitely leaving it a little bit uh, tight for players who I think the plan is to fly out in the next two, uh, just over two weeks' time to still be trying to get visas. But, yeah, look, you're exactly right. Um, You know, the nature of uh, rugby league players, there's a fair few have been arrested over their time and um, Mm -hmm. are having issues with the... Uh, getting visas for America. So, look, today, Brandon Smith and Latrell Mitchell, they'll both have an interview with the U.S. Consulate uh, General later today. They're two players who have been arrested previously. And, look, they join a host of players from the Rabdos, Roosters, Broncos and Manly who have been previously arrested. Yesterday, we saw Tristan Saylor, Reese Walsh and Luke Brooks, um, who all were um, met with the U.S. Um, Consulate General yeah. as well. So, look, not just players, but big-name players. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see how this next two weeks pans out because it could be a disaster for the NRL if they if they go to Vegas and yeah. leave all the superstars in Australia. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And, I mean, that's really all they can do. Hey, if the superstars can't make it over there, what, they just go to the, 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 the lower grades to fill the spots? Look, I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess that, that would have to be the plan. Uh, and, and again, um, you know, just over two weeks' time, so there wouldn't be much of an no. opportunity to kind of plan around this. And you've you got to wonder if, uh, you know, you look at uh, the Panthers, who have been the standout team for the last three years, they didn't want to go, opted not to go, and you've got to wonder if perhaps 
Um, you know, sitting back and just just watching all the teething issues play out might have been the best uh, uh, role, particularly if, say, a team like the, um, you know, like the Broncos yeah. uh, roll out with Reese Walsh, who was, you know, pivotal for their finals run last year. It's really bizarre because, I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise for the, the, the organisers at the NRL. I mean, America's always had really strict immigration laws of who they allow into the country. So, I mean, it shouldn't come one month out and they go, oh, yeah, about that. It's, it's just bizarre. It is. And, look, it was a shock to me last night, again, to see these players on the news meeting, um, you know, just in yeah. early set, you know, just, just two, two weeks out from that uh, set uh, flight. So I'm not sure if the NRL is confident they've got some back-end deal or, or they truly have left it last minute, which, again, it would be very interesting. And, um, you know, some of these teams, you know, like they, they could be facing the prospect of, of missing some genuine superstars out of their squad, which would, you know, could upset the first three weeks, really, when you look at mm. flying there, not having them for training for a whole week, then a whole game, and yeah. flying back. So, yeah, I watched this space. Interested to see how the ticket sales go for that one as well. Like, I, I imagine, you know, there's a certain number of expat Australians living over in the States who would probably travel to Vegas to, to watch this game while they're there. But I'm interested to see how many genuine sport-loving Americans come out to watch NRL and get a taste of it. Yeah, absolutely, and it will be interesting. I think I think it's the typical, if you build it, they'll come. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hopefully for uh, rugby league's sake that these two games are great games, plenty of tries, mm. um, you know, so we get some really good football in which can sell the sport, and they are committed to going for the next five years, I believe. So uh, I think, you know, Hopefully, if they get a good, you know, a good um, splattering of a crowd there this time, and and can build from there, I think it's a great idea. I, I yeah. really do. Uh, I, I think it's a terrific idea. The way they've set it up, that uh, the teams go over, they play on the Sunday, and then the rest of the competition starts that next Thursday. I think that's a really good yeah. way of easing them into it. But yeah, it'll it it truly is uncharted waters, hmm. and uh, it can't can't wait to see how it all pans out. And the other thing that's quite interesting is. In typical rugby league fashion, there's a lot of players who aren't allowed into the country. But um, look, if, if they were to carry on like rugby league players do, then there might be plenty of players who may not be allowed back in the country later on. Yes, true. Yeah, that's very valid. Yeah, I think if, if they've got another five years going to, over to Vegas to play this, they need to move the game to that big sphere thing that they've built over in Vegas. That's where it's at. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Well, hopefully none of the players end up on that because one of the issues we have seen in rugby league lately is, uh, is people getting filmed doing the wrong thing. Yes. We, we really wouldn't want that broadcasted for no. Vegas to see. No, no, that's very true. Hey, uh, Jack, thank you so much for your insights with all things sports as per the norm. We'll catch up again next Thursday. Maybe we'll, uh, I don't know, touch on the Super Bowl. Cause that, is that on Sunday, Monday, our time? It's not too far it away, is, is it? Yeah, yes, it is uh, Monday. It, um, or it's off uh, the San Fran 49ers, I believe. Now, don't, um, yeah, don't hold me to that <laughs> name there. And they're uh, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, which obviously Taylor Swift's... Uh, Travis plays for. Yeah. Uh, that's about all my knowledge. Uh, but I do know that, look, we do have an Australian, uh, Wisnowski, who is gunning to be the first Australian to win a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. So, oh, um, there we go. Mitch Wisnowski. So he's a name to keep an uh, ear out for over the day, and uh, hopefully he can make history there on Monday. You mean there's other players aside from Taylor Swift's boyfriend? That's unbelievable. 
Yeah, well, I, I believe so. Again, don't hold me to it because, uh, yeah, it, it hasn't been hard to hear of anything. But uh, yes. Travis Kelsey, I think he is. Or, yes. is, or maybe he's, he's already Travis Swift, which would probably work out quite well for him <laughs> and his following. True. That's true. They can honeymoon in Australia when Taylor's out here, what, a couple of days after the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, Jack, thank you so much for your time. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, JB.